Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in Everything Auburn is brought to you by Bet Online, which remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season with analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online, plus updated odds for everything from live games championships, and of course, this weekend's Final Four. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up, and they will give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but you have to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive that 50% welcome bonus on betonline.ag, where the game starts. I'm really mixing up the voice inflection <laughs> on that ad read. I don't know if anyone's noticing, but I feel like I it's gotten it. kind of a little sauce on it. You know, I thought it right. had gotten a little repetitive, so I'm trying to really mix up the inflection. So, with that, welcome everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Believe in Everything Auburn. I am Taylor Davis, joined as always by Jason Campbell, the legend himself. Not to be confused with Jason Taylor, though I tried to do that last yeah. week on the episode. Actually, no, that was Tuesday, so on our last episode. But what's up, everyone? Hope you've had a fantastic week. We are coming at you again with this two episode per week format. We are also coming at you on video as we try to do every episode now. So if you are listening and would prefer to watch, we are on Believe's YouTube channel. Come and say hello. And I will say hello to my co-host, Jason Campbell, who is looking sharp today. A little commercial <laughs> action this morning. Um, I'm wearing a t-shirt, but I will explain it when we get when we get a moment. So uh, tell the people, Jay, what, what's life like as a star? Oh no, it's life like it's a it's, it's a used to be star. Former, <laughs> you know. I, I say this, uh, you know, you still involved, still involved in a lot of different things, and like I tell these guys, uh, don't just come through college and just float through there or float through your career and and not try to establish yourself because at the end of the day, it's all about relationships, and I still get a chance to do a lot of things I love and enjoy because of the relationships I built. Uh, when yeah. I was in college and not only in college, but when I was playing in the National Football League. So that's what life is like is if I had a, a memo to just tell these young guys is don't ever think that you're too high or you're too busy to take notice of those around you. So, yeah. you know, always give them some time and uh, and appreciate where you are. That's really cool. And hey, any shoot that uh, you walk away with Chick-fil-A is a win <laughs> in my book. And he was snacking yeah, on them before we started I was recording. Snacking on some minis. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> snacking on minis and snacking on some protein As you and should. All that type of stuff. You know, just uh I didn't get a chance to eat a real lunch today. That is a know, real so. lunch, Jay. You enjoy those minis oh, all you want. Oh, Maybe one like... day we will be our show will be sponsored <laughs> by Chick-fil-A. That right. is my dream. Ah, and you know, the guy, the grandson of the owner of Chick-fil-A, well, his son now owns it, but his grandson actually played with Ronnie and I. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, there are some ties there. So who knows knows what's in the room? But I got something, though. This weekend is the final four for the ladies and the men. We never talk about the ladies final four. I know. And and the uh, SEC has half of it. The SEC has half of it. So let's get into it then, Taylor. I'm going to run the show a little bit today for you fans that didn't know. 
you know, Taylor said we didn't have much to talk about today. So, you know, I always got something to talk about. Drop so the ship. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Some of y'all watch that show called Formers Looking for a Wife. Have you seen that show? No. Oh, my goodness. It's on. Uh, Formers on- Looking for a Wife? Yeah, it's on Fox. It comes on. Former what? Formers. Like a former. Like uh, got us out, you know, farming, farming land and cows. A and- farmer. Yeah, a farmer. It sounded yeah. like you were saying former, like you called yourself a former. I was like, what do we have? Former athletes looking? No, 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 no. A, a farmer. farmer. That's in there. A farmer. <laughs> yes. Farmer wants a wife. Oh, no. Yeah. I did so, not know. Like the bachelor, SF, where they're farmers and they're trying to see, so they're dating different women and they're trying to see which one will actually meet to be their wife. So which one can handle getting muddy and the being farm? Out there in the yeah, doing all the type of farming stuff with chickens and cows and all this type of stuff. So I was watching it last night and I was just like, what? So wait, hold yeah. on. Uh yeah, I'm surprised this isn't filming in one of our hometowns, but Carrie trying to see can she really be about that life? That is hilarious. No, I had yeah. no idea this was a thing. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty pretty interesting, you know. Like, yeah, I don't really get into reality shows for real, but I just wanted to watch it because it was something different. Yeah. So I'm watching it, and I'm sitting there, and I said, hmm, I wonder if Taylor will want to go on this show since she's from Alabama. Absolutely not. Going out here. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Um, thank you so much. But I declined uh, very quickly. Um, Man, it's a lot of work, though. So yeah, no, it's a no for me, dog. Um, but things you don't expect to learn about Jason Campbell is that he is watching this season of Farmer Wants a Wife. You love to see it. Um, well, let me explain my T-shirt. It is anyone can see anyone know <laughs> a younger, younger guy, a younger Bo Jackson. Look at that. Uh, it is opening day for all who celebrate. Happy MLB opening day. I know it is a big day for so many people. And if you are listening and you uh, are a diehard MLB fan, then today is no, uh, today's not even Thursday. Today is opening day. So we are happy for you in that. And so I had to bust out my, this is yeah. actually his um, rookie card from when he played in the Futures All-Star Game as um, a Royal. And when I worked for the Royals a couple seasons ago, they had a team store that I got to go in and just like pick out what I wanted for game days. And I saw this and I was like, immediately get me that. And then I ordered it for a couple of my friends too, because it's his futures uh, baseball card, which is pretty cool. So I thought it was appropriate for me to wear on today's show, given that it's opening day. Jay, we talk about you. Obviously you did your thing on the football field. We get it. You also were a pretty, uh, touted basketball player as well if you played baseball what position would you have played uh, i did play baseball you played baseball yeah of i started you did. playing baseball in ninth grade in high school so i was a pitcher shortstop and first baseman so i was a really good pitcher and i was really good first i mean i would have guessed and as shortstop i was good but when the ball made a short hop one time it hit me right in my uh esophagus nope i was like i'm done with shortstop mm-hmm. but I was, I was, I, I like baseball. It's just, it was hard to do all three. And I had to make a choice when I got in high school and I just decided to just stick with ba- uh, football and basketball, but I did like baseball. Though. All right. I guess I'm better off asking you this. What sport are you not good at? Oh, believe it or not. I would probably say volleyball. 
Because when they hit the ball, they smack it down so hard. You got to get two hands under it and control it. And every time that happens, I get two hands under it and that thing's going 20 yards to the right. Or 20 <laughs> yards to the so, you know, I can go up and smack it down. But with right. smack it on the other side, you got to get them two hands under. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. To the get returns are. Off of it, the return oh. serve. And yeah. I'm just like, if I hit it 30 yards. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So if I ever want to uh, have a shot in competing against you, we're going volleyball because I think I could hold my own. Oh, man. All right, people. Well, let's talk. Today's episode might be called shooting the (laughs) shooting the breeze, shooting the breeze. Thank you. I was like, can I cuss on Believes YouTube? I'm not entirely (laughs) sure. We'll call it shooting the breeze. Um, But the obvious is that the final four is upon us. And while no one should listen to our picks because we lost that privilege last weekend, as everyone did. I are there any perfect brackets left? I, I imagine heard. someone that's one of these four teams probably picked their team to make it just because they're just a avid fan. Yeah, but I, I don't yeah. think you got the rest of the field right. This has been yeah, I doubt nuts. anyone got the rest of the field right. But yeah. you know. That's Who just knows? like, the, hey, we call a spade a spade. Nobody should have won this bracket. No. You know, but If you did, it would literally was luck because yeah. this was absolute insanity. But the Final Four is among us. A champion will be crowned this weekend. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and give our picks. So we've got <laughs> take them with a literal grain of salt. We've got San Diego State, FAU. Two teams of perhaps destiny, two teams of maybe a little magic. Who knows? But San Diego State, we talked about who everyone had to go through. They had to defeat Alabama and Creighton. Very impressive. FAU had to beat Tennessee and Kansas State, who also seemed like a bit of a team of destiny. Everyone in this situation this weekend has an impressive resume through the tournament. Like, there's just no question. San Diego State, FAU. I'm going to go with the Aztecs, San Diego State. Huh, of course you will. After I picked them to beat Alabama. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'll say this. I agree with that pick only because defense wins championships. It's not just in football. It's also in basketball. And that's why the Aztecs are where they are right now because of their defense. And, uh, you know, they play physical. So I do like this in a close, close game, though. Like FAU has really, really, like, shine all year they only lost like what two games or three yeah so they've been a really good basketball team all season long so don't sleep on the conference usa yeah no kidding okay and then the other way we've got yukon and miami now i i really miami was not on my radar heading into this tournament i I really just i i think because of where they sat in the bracket they had houston they had texas like there was just there were all these other teams that just seemed to be the more likely pick and now i'm sitting here watching this team and i'm like they've got it all they and here's the thing you know we talk about these coaches, like, why would you go against Tom Izzo? Why would you go against Rick Barnes? These guys that have coached so deep into the tournament. Miami's coach is one of the most long, longest tenured coaches. Like, I, I mess up his last name, Laren Yaga. I'm not sure. I mess it up every time I say it. But this guy has been in these situations. He has such a pedigree under him. I, I don't know that I'm going to pick against them. I, I feel like. Miami has something figured out and they kind of were 
the yeah. unexpected team, and now that they're there, they've put everyone on notice. And they had to beat the two hardest teams to get there. Hundred percent. You know, like you had to. Like I talked about it in our last episode, two teams is in the state of Texas that it's a home game for them if they can get to the final four. Yeah. And they beat both of those teams. And I like how Miami plays. They play small ball. They have one big guy who looks like a defensive end that can come off the edge in the in the middle. But other than that, though, he's like a rebound machine. He just gets physical with everybody. But this game is interesting. This is different. UConn has about three seven-footers. And yeah. the thing about this team is they can shoot the rock. So, you know, they play they play tenacious. They play with an edge to them. So this is going to be a game that I think is going to be – the winner of this game, I think, wins the championship. And, uh, okay. and I, I just think because, yes, San Diego State is really good defensively, but we already know when it gets to that championship game, you're going to be able to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. And I just feel like Miami can do that. UConn can do that. So in this game, I'm going to have to go ahead. I really, really like Miami because they just keep coming at you. But I don't know. my heart's saying UConn. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to go with your heart, Jay. You got to yeah, go. With your heart. I went with him with San Diego State and look where he got me. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Okay. So, in that case, you think UConn wins the whole dang thing? Yeah. I think UConn wins the whole thing. I would agree with you. I feel like UConn or Miami will probably walk away with this thing. And I won't be surprised either way. All my surprises are out because of how my bracket already turned out. Well, Vegas is going to be excited this weekend because a lot of people are not going to know how to pick these games. No. So, you know, somebody's going to win all. big and somebody's going to lose big. Yeah, so, so true. It's going to yeah. be exciting, though. And then, okay, so the women, we've got, like I said, the SEC has half the field, South Carolina and LSU. How about Kim Mulkey, man? She just, yes. she knows how to win everywhere yeah. she goes. Yeah, coming over from Baylor, like, you know, everyone knew it wouldn't take her long to get the LSU program because of the way that she can recruit ever yeah. since her Brittany Grinder days, like, and you know, they've had girls, she know how to get big, tall girls and yeah. just athletic. And, you know, the fact that what's the girl, Angel Reese, I think is mm-hmm. her name. Like she's a superstar. Yeah, you know? she is. And you gotta have one like that on your team. And I just feel right. like in this tournament, you know, South Carolina, you know, the Boston girl, like she's, you know, six five. Like, tell you where these girls come from. They're she's six five, and uh, and then they have another girl that's six seven. And I like Iowa too. Iowa has Caitlin Clark. You yeah. know, she's a she's another star. But when she gets the ball in this game, she's gonna have to turn around and see a six five and a six seven. So, you know, so they gonna have to win playing South Carolina, playing team basketball and Virginia Tech. They're the team yeah. that put together the longest. Um, that's going to be a really good game between them and LSU. I really think that game is going to go down to the wire. So we could have an SEC national championship. We could. That would be we wild. Could. You want to get picks? Both of those games happen tomorrow, Friday mm-hmm. night at 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Iowa, South Carolina, and LSU, Virginia Tech. I like the SEC championship, but my heart again is saying Virginia Tech, Versus South Carolina. Oh, I thought you were going to say Iowa. I was like, damn, we're not getting anyone. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, South Carolina, I've been watching them all season. They, they're they pretty tough yeah. out. 
Well, and I mean, that program has built consistency, like hats off to what Kim Mulkey is establishing at LSU, but this is fairly new. Like they, they're still establishing and and creating this program that Don Staley has been building for years. So I I do think that that, that makes sense. And Virginia tech is the one seed. So that's going to be a really tough uh, game for LSU, but very exciting and exciting for the conference as well. Okay. Give me some other story lunch day. What do you want to talk about? Wow, let's talk about the little bit of NFL. Let's go with Lamar Jackson right now. You know, what's going on there? Uh, that has been quite the saga. There is. Someone on the inside is leaking some information. So this has become very personal. And the reason yeah. it's become very personal is because now you have an athlete pretty much negotiating with the with the company. And mm-hmm. The reason they're not going to go ahead and give this deal the way that Lamar wants it is because it's not anything to do with his play. Lamar, there's a lot of teams that should be interested, but they're saying they're not interested. And and come on, you mean tell me Atlanta Falcons wouldn't welcome Lamar Jackson to Atlanta? Right. He's a right-handed Michael Vick in Atlanta. But what's happening, Taylor, is if if Lamar Jackson can negotiate this contract and he gets a Fully guaranteed contract. And it all started from the mess up of Cleveland. They gave Deshaun Watson $230 million guaranteed. That put the rest of the NFL like in a in a bind because yeah. now all players want to be paid like their peers. Right. And so Lamar's looking at his accolades. He's like, hey, my accolades are bigger than Deshaun accolades right now. So why can I get 230 or more? Because yeah. Cleveland is the only team to ever do that. But Baltimore is saying We've been competing for championships even during the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning era, mm-hmm. and we had Joe Flacco, and and we had great defenses. And so they're looking at it like last year we lost to Cincinnati in the playoffs off a of fumble that ran back for 99 yards for a touchdown. So it's not like we want to give up our whole team mm-hmm. pretty much for one player. They feeling like they need all the other guys along with Lamar, but they're not really to, they're not trying to sell off the whole team. So the problem is really, honestly, nobody's really saying it, that if Lamar pulls this off, what they think is going to open up Pandora's box for all the other athletes to say, we don't need agents. We can just deal directly with the team. And when you do that, it puts everything, it makes everything personal where you have an agent there. There's a, there's a person standing in the middle of the gap that's doing a negotiation. So this person looks like the bad person or this person Mm -hmm. is the one doing negotiating Why you can just continue to do what you need to do. But when you don't have that agent standing in the middle, now there's friction. Now there's, you know, getting, it's getting really personal because now there's feelings and emotions all getting tied up into this. And I'm sure Baltimore does love Lamar, but they're not willing to sell off everything just for one person. But the problem is too, he's missed a couple of games and they're talking about durability, but Lamar saying, hey, that's the reason why I want to get paid because I'm one play away from the way that I play. My career could be over at any point. So, But then why is a team going to be willing to screw themselves with that possibility? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So somebody's going to take a hit here. You know, somebody's yeah. going to take a little bit of a hit here because Baltimore's not trying to budge a lot, and then Lamar's not trying to budge a lot. And the problem is – Feelings are getting tied up into this thing, and I don't know how this is going to end well. And because if Lamar gets this contract, a lot of players are saying, well, shoot, I don't need an agent. I can save that 2 to 3% on these million-dollar contracts 
and just go out and negotiate it myself, which that's kind of hard, though. Do you think he has earned what he is asking for? Hey, I to say this point. Anthony, I say put it away. I say Cleveland made a mistake of giving Deshaun Watson two hundred thirty million because sure. he said he set out the entire year the year before and they paid him two hundred thirty million. What you sure. do when you do that is, yes, you're not supposed to compare, but in the NFL, based off what someone around you is getting your peers, that is what predicts your contract when it's your time. So, the thing is, whether he deserves it or don't deserve it, is what's been put out there. And and everything. And he's feeling like based off his accolades, he feel like he deserves that. But see, that's the personal side of it. The mm-hmm. business side of it is Baltimore saying we're not making a mistake because Cleveland made one. Right. You know, like we want to keep a whole nucleus together. So just because right. Cleveland did this doesn't mean we have to. So that's the problem you run into. Because both sides, you can see it both sides way. But where's the happy medium? It's going to be hard to find a happy medium because there's no negotiator. Yeah. I I feel like Lamar may be running himself into a corner right now. I, I Because there's no other team that's coming to his rescue right now. No one is going out and sticking their neck on the line saying, well, if they don't, we will. It, it's a big jump. And, and I think, like you said, people saw the Browns do that and the mess it got them in. And they're going, oh, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. Even if Lamar is a much better talent, much more reliable, et cetera. And I think deserve and earn are different things. Does he deserve it? Potentially. Has he earned it to this point? Has he showcased enough to alleviate the doubt that a lot of people are going to have when that much money is on the table? Yeah, it's a a lot of money. But at the end of the day, like he's looking at it. You watch Lamar play. His style of play, you know, is not a 15-year career in the NFL. Right. Because you can already start to see it starting to take some of the toll on him as he goes but isn't that part of the organization's fault too though because they they call on all these plays with him to run the football and uh and everything so then when his contract comes up you already done used him a whole lot so now you have to find a way to have a happy medium that both sides can walk away and say look we both won in this deal because even lamar has to think too he played at the mvp level but you're also you had great defenses you had a great run game you know as well, you don't want to be in a situation where Cleveland has been in the past because they're not able to have all these things to surround the quarterback to be so successful. Yes, they just paid Deshaun Watson all this money, but is it going to pay off? Because now they can't even afford a star corner. You can't even afford a star left tackle you know, right. or a center. Because so you have to make sure. That's why you look at Kansas City, how they did it with Patrick Mahomes. They did catch Mahomes' contract a certain way to make sure they can keep weapons around him. Right. And he's still making his money, but they did it in a certain way. So the hard thing for me is I don't like seeing a situation like this end ugly. He's so young in his career. I know. He MVP a couple of years ago. And I always tell people comparisons is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And when you start to compare and all this type of stuff, it's the same thing we're seeing in college football with NIL. You know, kids are comparing what this kid over here got or what that person got. And then you're not, you're robbing yourself of the, of the joy and happiness 
uh, to understand where you're at. So I hope they're able to work this thing out. But if not, but Taylor, there's teams that want him. They're not going to come out and say they want him. Right. But owners are sticking together on this because of what happened in Cleveland. So mm-hmm. they're sticking together and say, we can't let what happened in Cleveland happen again. It's going to mess up all of this because how are we going to be able to sustain it? Right. Well, and you know what's also interesting is when you look across the landscape of sports, I mean, the the salary differential even between Major League Baseball, with today being opening day, versus the NFL is night and day. Like what those guys are negotiating for in the MLB Players Association versus what NFL guys ask for is insane. And truth be told, the wear and tear and the physical implications of the game of football outweigh every other sport there's no way around it so i do think that maybe a bigger issue is kind of where the salary cap lies in the nfl right now especially when you look across other professional sports leagues and so if we're starting to expand for individual players i can see where ownership groups and and presidents are weary of that because they're going okay we are about to tip the scale for one guy and then the rest of our guys are going to be spread even more thin and then you get into trades and drafts and whatever and the money management becomes more challenging maybe if the entire ship rises we're in a better situation because i also think the nature of the quarterback position right now and moving forward is more of Lamar's style and Pat's style and this like the pocket passer the the prototypical guy that's not the the norm anymore and so that is going to shorten the lifespan of their careers in the NFL so they're trying to I'm sure Lamar is like okay this is also for guys that are going to come after me who play the game like I do and we have a very heightened potential to get screwed financially. And so it does set a better precedent for the style that you do feel like offenses are leaning toward and will continue to. But I think a bigger issue is the monetary imbalance that we've got across professional leagues. Right. And I, and football always should have been guaranteed contracts. You yeah. Know, just, just because, the, like you said, a heightened level of injury. I remember back when I played, basically only 30% of your contract was guaranteed. That's crazy. You know, so they have gotten better to now they're at about 70%. Yeah. Contracts guaranteed. So they're at a 40% increase from when I played to nowadays from guaranteed money. So they've gone way up in, in, in that aspect. They ever get to fully guaranteed. I think shorter years, they'll do it. You know, three years with guaranteed three years. They did with yeah. a couple of years ago, Minnesota, because it was a three year, 80 some million dollar contract. So, but Three years and five years is two different things. Right. And uh, so, you know, we still got a long ways to go to figure out that aspect of it and and everything. But baseball and basketball, these guys, I, I've seen guys sign 300 million and also they have a Tommy John. They miss a whole year and yeah. they still make 50 million. Yeah. You know, so what's the difference in football? If a guy signs a big contract, he gets hurt and he misses the rest of the season. So be it. That's part of the business. So, you true. Know? so you know, I just feel like football gets punished a lot. Uh, from that aspect but from a business standpoint Baltimore looking at it like look we want to compete for championships yeah. some people care some people that own teams only care about getting butts in the seats and utilizing with a franchise person, player right, yeah franchise player to bring in money to yep. put in their pockets you right. know they're looking at it like we like winning championships right compete for championships so they want a team so you have to respect both sides it's just I do. that uh then there's no rush because you still got draft day. True. You know, you still, so there's no rush right now. I think it makes it more of a, a, a thing. 
If that deal is not done by draft day, do you think it affects their picks or no? It could because you got a guy like Anthony Richardson sitting there yeah. who plays a similar style Very similar. To, to Lamar. And Baltimore is sitting there and they'd be like, well, we can get this kid for a lot less. But then, you know, now we can pick up some trades from other guys, get some right. more guys for this position. But where will, Baltimore, where, will, where will Lamar go? I would love to see Lamar in Atlanta. I, know I just you really would. think it fits him. I think he fits the division. I think he fits the conference. Uh, you know, I just, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, only because I know they're trying to stick together on this thing. But yeah. No, so we shall see, though. We shall see. That's the business aspect of it that's ugly, you know, and uh, and everything. But, you know, you have to respect both sides. Yeah. Definitely do. Um, well, speaking of quarterbacks, we have talked so much about Holden Garner, and that that has continued. You pointed out to me before we started recording, there's even been a little adjustment to kind of the flow in which they do things at practice. Yeah, you know, I watch all the little things, and yeah. this is what happens. So before, Robbie and TJ would always be the first two in the line doing drills and different things. But this time... Holden Garner has been the one in well, the front well, well. doing the drills and everything and handing the ball off to Jarquez and throwing swing passes and warming up with the one. So that tells me a lot. That tells me that, yeah. you know, they're really giving him an opportunity, not because he's giving it to him. They feel like he's earned this. His yeah. teammates feel like he's earned this opportunity because he you're, you haven't seen him say much. He's not a big rah-rah guy. Mm-hmm. He's just a guy that goes out, puts in the work, you know, work extremely hard. And he's a guy that's going to make mistakes because he's young, you know, and, and everything. So they have to see what they have in him as well. And the only way you get a chance to see that is to put him in there and see right. what happens. Little investigative journalism, Jay. I'm impressed picking up Man. on the little details. You know, just just trying right here. We're just <laughs> trying. It's, it's, you know, I love it. it's a lot going on. It's springtime, which means we read into every possible little thing because we are all desperate for insight as we are this far from football. football. (laughs) (laughs) But we are one week away from a day, a little more than a week. But a reminder, next Saturday, April 8th is a day. If you are planning on going, make sure you get your tickets. They are on sale. If you are not, you can listen to our man Jay on the radio and he'll give you all the action as it unfolds. Yeah, but I think that's gonna do it for us here on Shoot the Breeze, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're shooting the breeze, and everybody, all your Auburn fans. I hope you got a chance to see Aiden Holloway. You know, played in the McDonald's All American oh, game yeah. the other day, so he's a real talent. Yeah, point guard. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully our other guy Wendell stays, and he can be the shooting guard, and then yeah. this kid can be the point guard, which takes a lot of pressure off Wendell. Yeah, and I think you know helps him make shots later in games because he has his legs under. Right. Bodes well for everyone. Look, we're always welcoming in new talent at Auburn. That's what we've established as an athletic program, and it ain't stopping now. Right, Bo? All right, that's going to do it. I'm losing my mind. Thank you for listening to us here on Believe in Everything Auburn, presented by Bet Online, Taylor Davis, Jason Campbell. We greatly appreciate you guys listening. We'll send you into the weekend with a little chill episode and hope you come on back on Monday for a recap and we will have some champions to talk about we'll recap all the action out of both final fours and do a more in-depth preview of the spring game so make sure you don't miss it you can subscribe and get notifications and uh, we look forward to next week's episode so thank you and as always we're eagle we're eagle everybody enjoy your spring peace
Jeez. I'm holding a pencil like I have any piece of paper in front yeah, of me. Say, you I don't. Right? Like, it just makes me look <laughs> like I'm studious. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.